Yes, thanks for joining us for On The Pace this morning as we look back not only on a great day and night of racing yesterday, but we look forward to Bathurst card this evening as well. Nine races out of Bathurst tonight. The first gets underway at 5.42. There are some super juveniles getting around at the minute. And that was on full display yesterday at both of our cards of racing. We had Menangle in their regular afternoon time slot where Madrid, she continues to go from strength to strength. And off your rocker, Crocker was also able to win at that card. And then we moved to Young last night where there were heats of the Breeders' Challenge, the first heats of the Breeders' Challenge for the two-year-olds this year. And the Phillies edition went the way of Captain's Queen. Of course, she's already a Group 1 winner this season. She was able to salute in the APG uh, final going back a few months ago. So she went through safely. And Mr. Ray, uh, he's a, a pretty special one by the looks of things. He went 56-5, and five, but he had to dodge all sorts of traffic early on in proceedings. And then off the back of a really strongly run race, he was able to circle the field and come away to win quite convincingly. So the crop of two-year-olds in New South Wales this year is probably as strong as ever. The Phillies are very, very even. I think there's probably not a standout for the Phillies. And when it comes to the Colts, you've got Mr. Ray, My Ultimate Byron, Small T's, just to name a few. So uh, that Breeders' Challenge series is going to be so, so strong this year. And when it comes to uh, heats, we move tomorrow night to Penrith. There are heats for the three-year-olds. And they are unbelievable. Antonio will go around as a short price favourite in the Phillies division. And then when you look at the Colts, Tasty Delight, he's there. Uh, the likes of Rocket Boy also quite well in the market. So we will discuss those in more depth tomorrow. But we have to look ahead to Bathurst tonight and try to find a winner in the process as well. Bernie Hewitt's been kind enough to join us this morning as our guest as he has several leading chances at tonight's Bathurst card of racing. Good morning, Bernie. Thanks for your time. Yeah, no worries, Bert. You've returned back from your Queensland campaign. How is it returning back to home base? No doubt there's still plenty to do and looks as though in terms of numbers, you've got plenty in work and lots to look forward to. Yeah, that's right, Brett. Yeah, we've, um, <clears throat> we're up around probably 40-odd now um, in work outside of the young ones. So we're doing about six or seven uh, yearlings at a time now, so just to play a little bit of catch-up. So, um, yeah, no, we're all keeping pretty busy. It was a successful trip north, but it looks as though you've left quite a few in Queensland. So um, I guess it was a bit of a holiday, but by the looks of things, you had a fairly significant team, but you've been able to place them in Queensland, obviously thinking that they're going to do a good job up there with so many for you to return to back in New South Wales. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we left uh, we left some two-year-olds up there that are Q-bred. So um, one of them's already got a bonus and um, the other one hasn't. But um, they went out for a spell immediately up there and um, they'll come back in a couple of months and then campaign up there. And um, overall, I think we left eight up there. So it sort of just um, cleaned things out a little bit down here. And, and then a couple of those will come back, like Make My Memphis and... Um, Rock Fishman, they'll come back down here later on and then they'll campaign at Menangle later on. And, um, yeah, probably another one called Voodoo Lou who won a, a, her bonuses up there as well. She stayed up there for the time being and will probably race in the early part of the new season up there anyway and um, we'll make up a mind on her. So, uh, yeah, now it's all working well. Excellent. Tonight, you've got a strong team engaged at Bathurst. Let's roll through them. The first of which uh, is Winona Ryder in race number one. And 
any horse that can go back to back, two for two in their career, you must have uh, a pretty decent opinion of or high hopes for. This girl, she was able to win at Menangle to round out last preparation and she won quite convincingly. So what's your opinion of this filly? Because uh, by the looks of things, she took a little while to get sorted out, but she can't do any more than what she's done thus far. Yeah, that's right, Bridge. She, um, she's, she's taken a fair bit of sorting out and, um, you know, we decided to start her those couple of times and she did everything uh, correctly and, and, and hence got the money both occasions. Um, she's first up today and she's only had minimal trials again, but um, she's probably not to the fitness level she was uh, at the end of the last campaign, but... I'm just hoping that she, uh, it was a suitable type of race and I'm, I'm hoping that she's uh, forward enough to be able to um, you know, do the job tonight. Uh, but she is a, she is a um, work in progress type filly, you know, so I think whatever she does tonight, she'll take a lot of benefit out of. So um, we'll move on from then. You mentioned that it looked like a, a winnable and probably a good kickoff point for her. She, as a three-year-old filly, only having the two starts, she's already a, a national rating of 58. So it is a little bit of a juggling act, isn't it, for a, a relatively green and inexperienced filly to already be at that rating level? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the owners and I discussed what to do with her. And, um, you know, it's quite ridiculous that, you know, you've got to tip them out straight away uh, because their rating's too high when you win two races as a three-year-old filly, um, you know, normally you'd be, uh, you come in as a, as a CO your next start and, um, you know, obviously, um, you know, it'd be a lot easier. But as a 58 rater straight off, it, it makes it pretty tough. So, um, but anyway, she, um, you know, she's got that extra bit of ability. So hopefully, as I say, she's uh, forward enough to, to run a good race tonight. But, um, I think she'll take a lot of benefit out of the next run or two and, going forward, so um, we'll wait and see. Is she a Breeders' Challenge style filly or is she one that we'll just see race through the grades over the next few months? No, she's a Breeders' Challenge filly, so um, it's about a month or so until the next round of heats on the on the better tracks, uh, like at um, Bathurst. Um, all the heats now have been run on all the small tracks, hence all the interference and uh, all the problems that have been going on with the heat. So, um, yeah, we're just sort of keeping her back to the big tracks and making sure that we give her every chance and the owners every chance to uh, qualify. Okay, we'll watch for her in the next month or so there. Race number two, Mac Assassin is your runner here, a two-year-old, pretty well-bred, this fellow. And despite only winning the one race from his 10 career starts, he's better than that, isn't he? He's quite talented, this guy. Yeah, he, he goes quite good. We got an opinion of him. Um, he did too much work last week in his uh, initial run back and got tired. And, um, you know, he, he pulled up terrific out of the run. So we're backing him up tonight. So um, I think he'll run a, a great race. And um, he'll only have a, a start or two here now. And him and a couple of other horses, two-year-olds here, will then uh, head to Melbourne. We'll be farmed out to different trainers down there the way the, the COVID situation is and they'll race in their Vic Breads then. So he, he'll be uh, heading south shortly, that fella. Despite having to take on the older horses, he seems to have that little bit of ring craft about him and that gate speed. So expect to see him driven forward tonight? Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty natural for him to go forward. He's uh, he's one of those horses that uh, if you fight him too much, well, he, uh, he doesn't like it. So... Uh, he's got that bit of a pattern now where he likes to run off the arm, so he'll go forward and, um, you know, I think he's a good chance of finding the top and um, and hopefully he, he can get the job done. 
Race number three, two runners here, and they're drawn one and two, which is always nice. Tom the Curious in one, Ryan's Gangster in two. There's a fair disparity between them in the market. Do you have a firm opinion on which is the better either way? Um, look, uh, Ryan's Gangster's a, a, a smaller framed horse, quite smart. Um, he'll he'll uh, fly off the arm. He's got great manners and... Um, and the other fellow that I'll be on is a big gangly fellow that um, I've got a lot of time for. Um, he'd be more a, a big track type horse, you know. And, and as he matures, I think he'll he'll make his way down to Menangle and those sort of things because he is a big horse and uh, for his age. And he um, he'll just poke along away at the fence there, and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, if he gets the right breaks, uh, he'll know they're there at the finish. We move across to race number four on the card. And again, you're duly represented here. Angel Shark drawn five first up. Carla Jane drawn six, a last start winner. She was a good winner last start as well, Carla Jane. She's obviously bred in the purple, but that's a good way to kick off her campaign for your team because she'd only just recently joined you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Dennis uh, Pickham and nephew, he, he's uh, had these horses through, uh, you know, throughout. And uh, well, we actually had Carla Jane last winter when when Dennis was uh, back on the farm shearing and they got a lot of sheep to, to get through. So we um, we ended up with a couple again and she started off in fine style the other night. And um, uh, she's quite smart. She did a Queensland campaign as well. So her fitness level was quite good. Um, and Manners was really good the other night. She raced beautifully. And, um, you know, when the split comes, she, she raced to the front and got the job done. A little bit different tonight, drawn wide, but um, I think she, um, she'll she go forward for sure. She wanted to run the arm last week, and um, she'll go forward and put herself in the race. So, um, Whereas the other filly you mentioned, Angel Shark, she's first up from the spell, and she'll probably be driven conservatively, and um, you know, obviously she'll take uh, a lot of benefit out of tonight's run, and um, hopefully she hits the line well. Excellent. Expecting a forward showing from Carla Jane and we'll watch Angel Shark with interest. Shifty Nicolosi in race number six, drawn one. That's a big help. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, always a, always good when you can draw the inside barrow. Here's another fella, um, a bit like Tom the Curious. He's a big overgrown boy and it's taken a while to find his legs, but um, his main, ish, main aim is the Breeders' Blue. Um, he's been bought and set for that race right through, so... Hopefully he can uh, get a good trip there tonight and uh, run a good race on his way to on, on his way forward. And in the last, you've got two juveniles going around in the closer two nine nine drawn one and Chap Daddy drawn out in seven. Uh, obviously two nine nine has a barrier draw advantage, but is Chap Daddy maybe a little bit more forward at this stage? Yeah, I think he is. Um, we took him out to um, Parks last week and uh, to start off his. Uh, you know, next campaign, and uh, he he drew well and jumped to the front and and won very well. So um, been really happy with his his work. He he hasn't cleaned up in the coat yet. Doesn't look uh, you know as good as he should be. But his uh, his form on the racetrack and on the trial track's been really good. Um, so I'm expecting a forward showing from him again tonight. And two nine nine, he's drawn good. So I was pleased with his trial run last week. Um, He's a horse that's um, another horse that'll be heading south. So he'll um, he'll just have a run or two here and then head south. But um, it's more an educational run for him. Um, I think he'll run run a good race day just the same. 
chap daddy, is he another that we can expect to see targeted towards a Breeders' Challenge? And where does he sort of sit, in your opinion, of your two-year-old crop this year? Because that last start performance was pretty impressive. Yeah, that's right, Brett. Yeah, no, we were really happy with his work here and um, leading into that run. And, you know, as long as he did everything right, we're confident he'd run a big race. So um, I feel that um, as the next few weeks uh, advance, he'll he'll be ready to, um, you know, really start showing his wear. And, and when the next round of heats come around, we're hoping he's there and, and ready to show up. So, um, yeah, no, we think a fair bit of him. So he's another big boy, so hopefully he can just get it all together and uh, be going good when the heats come around. A handful of really good chances tonight at Bathurst for our listeners. Is there one that stands out in your mind? Uh, I think what we went through then, probably um, Mac Assassin's probably one of the better ones, I think. And yeah, maybe Ryan's Gangster from his draw, but I think Mac Assassin's probably the one that, um, you know, probably got the best chance tonight. Excellent. All right. Race two, number four, we'll watch with interest there. And just quickly before I let you go, I wanted to ask about a horse. It must be really tricky. I know you've still got plenty of two-year-olds to keep you busy at the moment, but seeing these high-quality two-year-olds go around at the moment because you had a really, really smart one earlier on this season in Rip. Can you give us a little bit of an update on his progress? He had that paddock accident, which basically ruled him out for this season, but I'm hoping that you have good news for us. Yeah, no, all his scans have been really good and uh, the news is positive. He's been back in training only two weeks. Um, he's, you know, was really getting um, sick of being locked up and going through the um, rehab process, but um, he's back out now and uh, back in, in training. So um, really looking forward to him. Obviously, he won't be seen for, you know, another four months or so, but if everything goes well. So um, we're hoping everything comes along um, you know, without any troubles and uh, hopefully be ready to go in the new season. Excellent stuff. That is great news indeed. Appreciate your time this morning, Bernie. Best of luck tonight at Bathurst. No worries, Brittany. Thank you. Bernie Hewitt there, our guest this morning for On The Pace. As always, appreciate our guest's time. And if you're looking for one tonight at Bathurst, race two, number four, Mac Assassin. Bernie has uh, noted down as his best chance currently, the tab fixed priced favourite as well. And also in race number three, if Mac Assassin can get the job done in race number two, we can look over to race number three where Ryan's gangster goes around against the informed best bow, but he does have the barrier draw advantage on that race. Runner. So that's Bathurst tonight. Nine races. The first gets underway at 5.42. As I mentioned, great racing tomorrow night out of Penrith, including those Breeders' Challenge three-year-old heats. We'll discuss that all tomorrow morning here on The Pace at 10.30.